I've got some interesting Amazon data survey facts and figures for you today. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of my Amazon guy. This will be just kind of a short news beat, if you will, talking about some survey results. So this survey uh, comes from the Cleveland Research Company, and this is basically a summary of a virtual summit. Um, got five short topics, six topics to run through here for you. Um, <clears throat> the one that I found the most interesting uh, um, was that a lot of retailers are looking at Amazon and saying, hey, we're growing. We have bigger numbers than we expected year over year, but we see Amazon as losing um, some ground on margins. So that's probably the biggest takeaway from the survey results. I'll run you through some of the hardline details. So the first section is business performance and profitability. Um, online channels continue to drive better than expected demand with 70% of respondents indicating their Amazon sales trended ahead of plan in third quarter. Profitability, however, is a growing concern for many manufacturers with 46% signing they expect their profit margins to decline with their largest omni-channel customers next year. As we've covered throughout the summit, the margin pressures at omni-channel customers is likely to result in a range of asks, including greater investment into media programs, higher co-ops, and funds to offset increased shipping costs. So at my Amazon guy, we've also seen some of those same trends. Um, UPS did a special hike this Q4. I would not be surprised if FBA releases 2021 um, shipping cost increase. They do an annual increase. Uh, they went from like $3 to $3.35 or something like that last year, like a 10% hike, which is pretty significant um, on, the, on the, like the smallest item that you can ship. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the survey goes on. We expect this trend to be most evident with omnichannel customers as margins at pure play e-tailers have improved as a result of growing volume during the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> so, so that was the first section. Section number two, commerce marketing focus. Nearly every company polled indicated they are participating in advertising on Amazon. That's a no-brainer. Out of my 160 clients, I think I have two, two that don't do advertising. And we, we constantly say, hey, you should advertise. Uh, there is growth occurring with the number of brands participating in similar digital activations on sites like walmart.com and target.com. We've done a lot of Walmart launches ourselves. I also own mywalmartguy.com. We've had more requests for PPC management on Walmart, though jury is out on how successful Walmart PPC will be. Uh, tentative results say not as good as Amazon. Almost two-thirds of brands, however, reported not having enough quality access to data and reporting to efficiently refine and optimize their commerce marketing efforts. Um, I'll add to that that doing any um, external traffic into Amazon right now is pretty much a no-go, at least not from a tracking standpoint. Their, their tools that they've rolled out, which are still in beta, um, do not work, simply put. So if you're trying to track you know, your Facebook ads going into Amazon, good luck. It's, uh, it's a guessing game. And then, of course, if you go back to Facebook and you're like, hey, optimize for conversion, they can't. So they just send all traffic, which is bad, bad traffic usually which means your costs are going up, can't decide which ad is working, can't choose which customers to hit, et cetera. Um, very, very difficult for a marketer to do that. So uh, a lot of people are sending traffic to their website instead to accommodate some of that. 
Retailer paid search is the next section. Manufacturers continue to be drawn to paid search advertising activations across different customers. 71% of those responding indicated they spent 75% or more of their ad budgets on Amazon within paid search activations. So that's really interesting. Um, Amazon ads costs have gone way up. So I've, I've, I've been advertising on Amazon since it was in beta almost 10 years ago. And I used to like get PPC clicks for two cents a click on rice cookers. Uh, and yeah, those days are long, long, long gone. But um, we've seen Amazon roll out with more segmented campaign structures to accommodate that. So there's very, very high demand. It makes more sense to spend money on Amazon PPC than it does on any platform right now, in my opinion. It's just because the conversion rates are just 3x anywhere else. So better bang for your buck. Um, you're better off having a higher A cost on Amazon as well because it helps with your keyword rankings. Whereas with your website, if you have bad A costs, um, advertising costs to spend, wouldn't make any sense. There's no cursory benefits. Like you don't, you don't get, you don't get additional SEO sales off your Google ads, unfortunately, but you do on Amazon. Uh, it goes on. In addition, investing more in refining paid search strategies on walmart.com was the top area of focus cited by brands selling on the site. And I have found that increase in demand as well. The Instacart panel discussion also highlighted that manufacturers are primarily focused on maximizing the paid search opportunity on that platform before moving on to other digital activations like coupons or delivery promotions. Um, I'm famously on record this last couple months saying don't run coupons and promotions until end of year. Um, I feel like you should not be giving away your margin right now, especially with supply chain woes. Uh, come second week of December, I think a large majority of people are going to be out of stock. High demand, low supply. Don't give away your margin. Point number four, retailer programmatic. Many companies are looking to layer in DSP. So this is an external um, traffic source and we've seen more demand for this. However, uh, at my Amazon guy, we don't engage in DSP. Um, and I feel like a lot of the tools they're bringing to Seller Central are superior and less cost as well as the um, less commitment. So DSP, historically, you gotta spend $10,000 a month, $30,000 a month to get into the program. Um, very much black box, can't control as much stuff. Whereas in Seller Central, you can micro down to the keyword level and the product ASIN level. So uh, unless you're spending like 100 grand a month on ads, I would not be checking out DSP. Goes on, DSP spend on Amazon to help reach consumers across sales funnel, citing targeting improvements Amazon has developed as a key rationale for increasing spend. 60% of those manufacturers are looking to increase their investment in this area in 2021 versus 33% maintaining investment and 6% reducing. So that, that very much shows Amazon still growing. Amazon's retail rivals do not yet appear to have as robust offerings on the product programmatic side and brands seem less focused on upper funnel spend with these retailers. It's because quite frankly, the, the conversions just aren't there on other retailer sites. So, and, and then the ads platforms are still super basic and like Walmart barely even rolled out manual targeting like a month ago. So it's, it's like where Google was 15 years ago. Um, threw that number out of, out of my head, might be off by a couple years. All right, point number five, analytics focus. Similar to what CRC presented in its <clears throat> opening session, <clears throat> the polling data suggests manufacturers have a major need to build out their analytics capabilities. To do so, we'll take a combination of headcount and technology, something which nearly half of the respondents indicated characterized their investment plans for next year. 42% of companies indicated their 
lack of headcount needed to action e-commerce data and only 13% indicated they are actively leveraging e-commerce data into their product development needs. Um, <clears throat> quite frankly, the longer I've been doing this, the less data I look at, which is a weird position to be in. Uh, I'm a data-centric guy, but there's just data overwhelmingness. So if you want my advice on data, these are the metrics that matter. Sales, obviously, traffic, conversion rates, and impressions and click-through rate. Those are the numbers that I pay attention to. Um, numbers outside of those will bog you down in data paralysis. Um, additionally, any public-facing numbers, what your competition is doing, uh, will, will be a distraction. You should ignore your competition and focus on what you're doing. Every time somebody's like sent me an email or sent me a request where they're like, hey, I think my competition is beating me. My sales are down in the last eight weeks. And I go and I look at the data nine out of 10 times, both companies are mirroring the same track, i.e. your competition sales are also down with you. And so you shouldn't be focused on your competition. Just focus on your customer. Be as unselfish as possible, giving back to your customer and they will reward you with sales and conversions. Um, but there's very much a seasonality play, and it goes up and down. So there's hills and valleys. It's not a static coast on Amazon. It is very much, uh, okay, things are crazy, and then things are dead. Things are crazy, things are dead. And that's very much feast or famine mentality on Amazon. You just have to kind of mentally be prepared for that. Final point, number six, uh, marketplace control. Approximately one-third of companies report having distribution strategies that recognize the dynamics around marketplaces, and nearly half report working on this initiative currently. MAP policies, that's minimum advertised price, can be one of those parts of the strategy, although only 19% reported having a MAP policy in place that they're actively enforcing. So uh, what that means is, is if you're a wholesaler and you sell across a distribution channel, and you have products going to multiple distribution points, if somebody else shows up on Amazon and they don't follow your map, they're gonna lower your price down because they wanna win the buy box. So most of my clients, this doesn't affect because you're private labelers, um, but I do have maybe 10% of our portfolio makes up a retail play, and they are dealing with um, buy box rotation or other retailers selling on the same listings. So if that's you, it behooves you to partner up with manufacturers who follow and enforce MAP policies. Um, if you are a manufacturer who doesn't have a MAP policy and you need to get one done, uh, a simple one pager that basically says you can't sell on Amazon is generally preferable if you already represent yourself. And if you don't represent yourself, then um, having a page that says, here are the prices, these, you may never go below these prices. If you allow for certain promotionals or coupons or discounting at any point in time, I guarantee you, you will have map woes. It behooves you to never discount if you are a manufacturer with retailers. Just don't discount ever. Um, it's, it's much easier to hold the line and get rid of the bad actors that way because if you don't do it that way, you'll have one guy who games the system and the next day he'll have his prices lower when the, when the promotion's over and they'll be like, oops, sorry, and then he'll get a bunch of sales that day and piss off your other distribution network. Also, it hurts your in-store retail play. So that's my general opinion. Um, now, if you're and in general, this year I'm pretty soft on discounting to begin with. But if you're your own private label and retailer, you won't have that problem. Um, no map policies to deal with. All right. So that is a quick summary. Again, that came from the Cleveland Research Company. 
Um, it was forwarded my way by Jacob Privet. Thank you very much, Jacob, for sending that in. Um, if any of you guys have any comments or thoughts, feel free to leave them in the comments section. Um, and we appreciate you watching uh, the My Amazon Guy podcast.